views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. The Empowered Self Series. Welcome, everybody, to the show. My co-host, Dr. Friedman Chaub, joining me here today. Love, love connecting with him. For those of you, most of you know who he is, but for those of you that don't, you know, his blockbuster book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, you know, became an award-winning phenomenon. Why? Because it's helping people all over the globe. And, you know, his work in developing a personal breakthrough and empowerment program working with people through Skype, in person, all of the above, as he takes the culmination of his experience as a doctor, his experience as someone that has been instrumental in helping people remove the blocks and breakthrough in their lives, is now coming to the forefront in this powerful radio show and series. And so it's really great to be able to chat with him as we take this journey each and every week and talk about ways where we can get this kind of freedom beyond anxiety, beyond depression, beyond post-traumatic stress disorder, chronic pain, get rid of the cigarettes. You know, if you're eating too much, call Dr. Friedman Schaub, whatever that is. But today, (laughs) fasten your seatbelt because this is what this is about, how to boost your self-commitment level. I love this. How to boost your self-commitment level. You know what? This is one of my favorite things to talk about, but I'm going to listen pretty much today because there are a few (laughs) things I think I could learn. Dr. Friedman, great to have you. Good topic. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's definitely a topic that uh, is also clearly dearly (laughs) to my heart for many reasons, but I wanted to quickly share something with you because yeah. you said uh, the the book uh, and uh, the worldwide reach and just recently I got a translation uh, in Chinese and so the oh. book got translated in China and I just loved what they were wow. doing because somehow they were changing the the pictures inside there is some picture that explains certain processes and just how they did it was so fun and and I just really was thrilled to see, I, of course, didn't understand one word, but just to <laughs> see the book in, you know, hands of uh, many people that also at that part of the globe can now benefit from overcoming their fear and anxiety really made me absolutely thrilled and happy. Don't you think that's, let's talk about this for a minute, because this really relates to the topic. It really does. Um, you know, when folks tune in sometimes I get emails from folks and they ask me you know you know what you guys come on here and you talk about stuff but you know I'm busy I've got this I've got that I'm going to school I'm doing this I'm doing that and you know sometimes I really think about that and I say to myself yeah maybe they're right but then I step back for a minute and I think about what does it take to get to the place Dr. Friedman what does it take to get to the place where the book even ends up in the hands of somebody in China that is willing to take such valuable information, up-level it, and put together a book that's in Chinese for the Chinese population? So the question really does become, for me, asking you, what does that take? Well, Danielle, my <laughs> wife, would say 
it takes her. <laughs> because I would agree. She was... I know Danielle, and I have to tell you, I agree with her right there. I agree with Danielle right now, right there. That's true. Good. Okay. Because she definitely has uh, been one of the driving forces to keep me on writing and keep mm. me focused on getting the book out because you're absolutely right. We can get so in you know enthralled in what we are doing on a day-to-day basis that we are forgetting the bigger picture and uh, for me it was really focusing on my clients and my practice and I know there were a lot of things I wanted to share but uh, it is the self-commitment actually being willing to say I do feel like this is important more important right now than the you know, immediate that's right in front of you. And and that's something that I feel like is, uh, you know, really important about this topic of self-commitment, that we do look into this, um, you know, more closely and, uh, and really understand more what can self-commitment actually do for us. And for, for me, it didn't only make me write the book and, uh, and really be able to share uh, what I have found uh, really works well to overcome and heal fear and anxiety. For me, it was actually in general, just uh, finding more purpose and meaning in my life. And uh, and this is what self-commitment does. Now, mm-hmm. let's talk for a moment about sure. the challenge with self-commitment. Why do people not commit to themselves? And this yeah, is something I notice with my clients. It's yeah. uh, yeah. And I always tell clients at the beginning when we have these uh, initial free phone consultations or Skype consultations that uh, about 50% of the change is dependent on their commitment and their follow through in between the sessions because they always get homework, they always get self-empowering tools to do, which solidifies what we have been working on in the sessions and implements Uh, the changes right away into their daily life. So this makes the process very accelerated. But there are certain, you know, amount of people that then somehow self-sabotage their process by simply putting other things first, whether it's, you know, the job, whether it's the kids, whether it's just feeling I don't have the energy or I cannot focus. There are a lot of you know, quote unquote, excuses that we are putting into our way to not commit to ourselves. But ultimately, what I found is that it's actually a reflection on how we relate to ourselves. Because when you cannot commit, for example, in my work, to really doing the things that make you feel better, mm-hmm. what does it say about how you do actually feel about yourself and how closely connected you are to yourself and your well being? Well, you know, let's talk about this for a minute in a couple of different ways, if we could. You know, one of the ways is we have a passion to go out into the world and do something. And for whatever reason, we don't. Um, and I've know, I, I know I've heard you speak several times that if you really look underneath it, there's something else going on. You know, there's something else going on. It may not necessarily be, oh, I can't exercise because my back pain hurts, Right. Uh, And it it may not be that at all. How do you help people weave through those layers, if I could refer to them as that, those layers so that we can peel these off one at a time? Because I don't think you're working with people, Dr. Friedman, where you're just trying to give them a Band-Aid. You know, you work with people and help them transform their lives in this way. And, and so I want to ask you about that. Can you explain that process? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the first step I find is important for us to realize what on a subconscious level, on a deeper mind level actually happens when we are not accountable, when we are not following through. Because sometimes, you know, we just don't realize that what we are doing to ourselves is actually, you know, is something we can call self-betrayal. Mm-hmm. If you think about you hire a contractor and, uh, you know, the contractor says, I, I'm going to fix your bathroom. It takes a, a week or two weeks and it costs X amount of dollars. And then, you know, the next day the contractor calls in and says, oh, sorry, I was wrong. It costs actually twice as much. And by the way, it will take four weeks. And for the next three weeks, they will not show up. 
I mean, if you would have someone who doesn't really follow through, you lose very quickly trust in that person. And you would say, no, I don't want to work with this person. Now, how often do we do this to ourselves? that we are saying, oh, tomorrow I'm going to go to the gym or tomorrow I'm going to actually really eat healthy or tomorrow I'm going to read finally this shelf help book because I'm going to take it in my hands out of the shelf and try to learn something about myself and then tomorrow comes and then we have all those excuses to not do it. On a subconscious level, a part of it looks at us and says, well, this person is not really serious and that person is not really trustworthy. And when you think about trust, it has a lot to do with the confidence we have in others and also the confidence naturally that we have in ourselves. So if you want to build confidence and if you want to feel in general just more calm inside of yourself because you want to trust yourself, it is important that you're listening to what you're telling yourself, what goals you're setting yourself, what your intentions you have, and then really to follow through. Because that in itself, the first step of following through after maybe years of not following through, that first step makes your whole nervous system like, you know, feel like a jolt. It's like, whoa, what's happening here? All of a sudden, someone follows, follows through and it can actually make already a, a big difference because you're creating some kind of momentum to move forward. You know, today's topic is, of you know, as I said earlier in the show, Dr. Friedman, child, my co-host today, you know, today, you, you know, is a very important topic in a lot of ways. You know, this is part of the Empowered Self series, you know, and in and the conversation is how to boost that self-commitment level. And it's not even, we're not even talking about this, Dr. Friedman, about, you know, whether or not our commitment level is low. But sometimes there is a commitment level that's required that's different than where we are today. It doesn't mean that we have no commitment, but you know, I'm thinking about these people running around now. They're, you know, through their through their ballot in the hat to be the next president. And before you before you throw your name in the hat, you know, whether you're Chris Christie from Jersey or Hillary Clinton, you know, before you throw that in there, you got to have a self-commitment assessment. When we come back, I'm going to talk with Dr. Freeman Chow about what that means. How do we assess where we are right now? We've got a special guest calling into the show as well. Uh, and what does it look like for us to be in that place of avoidance and procrastination? Stay tuned, everyone. Great show, Dr. Freeman Chow. Go to the fear and anxiety solution.com. Lots of information there. He also has an incredible, always has had, always has had free telephone consultations for everybody out there. 866-903-6463. Take a short break. We'll be right back. Introducing the Lucid Planet, a digital gathering place featuring cutting-edge, high-vibrational content that will empower and inspire you to become the greatest version of yourself. Visit the Lucid Planet today to stimulate your mind, body, and soul as you connect with a global community of like-minded people. The Lucid Planet is edited by renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly Neff, who is here to help you cope with anxiety, connect to your higher purpose, uncover your true passions, and live your dreams. Dr. Kelly's fresh, compassionate perspective emphasizes growth, transformation, healing, and thriving, even in the face of adversity. Say goodbye to bad news and low vibrational media for good and become part of the larger collective of people working together to navigate the global shift of consciousness and transform the world from within. Join the planet, the Lucid Planet. Visit thelucidplanet.com. Welcome home. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Talk Radio. 
Encapsulations is committed to producing the most complete line of research-based nutritional supplements from fish oil to probiotics to multivitamins and more. Available through qualified health professionals and community pharmacists, finished products are pure and hypoallergenic to optimize the long-term health of all patients, even the most sensitive. With Pure Encapsulations, you can rest assured that you're getting the purest and highest quality nutritional supplements available. Ask a qualified healthcare practitioner about Pure Encapsulations today and discover why it's the supplement brand of choice for healthcare professionals worldwide. For more information, please visit www.pureencapsulations.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Dr. Love's Quickies. Mary's about ready to give love the shove, because no matter what she tries, guys don't know that she's alive. To turn guys on, she needs to turn on those green lights, nonverbal cues that say, over here. Most guys won't approach unless they're cleared for landing. So ladies, to kickstart your love life, turn on those green lights and flash your pearly whites. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf of AskDrLove.com. Dr. Friedman Chow joining me here today. This is the Empowered Self Series. And, you know, like I said to everybody before, um, it would be really great if you want to go over and check it out. Go to the fearandanxietysolution.com. You know, and when you go over there, you're going to see a lot of information. Uh, it's going to help you ways to get a copy of the book. Um, also, you're going to be able to take a look at the many ways that you can plug in and create some kind of masterful change in your life whether it's something you want to move beyond whether you want to raise your vibration you know whether you want to listen to some of the shows on empowerment radio that uh, dr friedman Schaub is the host of whatever that is you know you too can stop the cycle of self-victimization today's show you know is about how to boost your self-commitment level you know this is something that I believe, Dr. Friedman, I believe we all really long to do this. And you know why I believe this? Because I believe the soul is trying to, you know, powerfully move us to where we're supposed to go. And in order for that to happen, we have to have a level of self-commitment. So the question I want to ask you is, first of all, what does that even look like what are the barriers to doing it? And then can we, can we really boost that level of commitment? Well, I liked your question also that you asked before the, the break, which was the question about how do we assess yeah. our level of self-commitment? Because I think that answers some of what you just brought up. And, yeah. you know, what, I, what I'm talking about with self-commitment is something about commitment to a caring about yourself and that means like very basic things you know your health your well-being your growth and of course it's also the commitment to bigger goals so yes i'm sure hillary clinton has some kind of self-commitment of course you want to ask yourself how much is committed to taking care of herself versus to being in the vice white house but that's uh, you know something that's up to her I just feel like when we are looking at the average us who has a problem with self-commitment, one of the clear signs is that we put others usually first and ourselves last. You know, where we just, we are very committed to picking the kids up at school. We always go to work at the same time. We never get, you know, uh, any kind of sick leave because that's not what we're going to do. We are very loyal and, uh, and really, you know, basically doing everything that's expected from us by others but we are not necessarily following through when it's about ourselves mm, and when you see right. this pattern when you yeah. think about you know how many times have you actually told yourself at the beginning of the year i'm gonna make a change i'm gonna lose some weight or i'm gonna finally get that back fixed or i finally gonna go regularly to the gym you know and how many times have you not done it 
How many times have you just uh, basically, after just a week or two, found excuses to not do it? So that's that's a sign, you know, where you had some intentions and you let it basically slide away because other things came in the way. I just talked to a client recently who really had exactly that problem of self-commitment. He didn't want to do anything that actually moved him forward and, uh, you know, simple things like going to the gym or eating healthy was almost impossible for him to do. And uh, when we worked on this and he had now a few weeks of actually committing to himself at least 50 to 60% of the time, what happened with this change was that he already at times felt better than he ever had in his whole life. And that really shows you the power of self-commitment because something inside of you is really changing the moment when you put the energy into yourself. Well, you know, let's talk about this for a minute because that is the last thing we ever do, right? I mean, and what I mean by that is, you know, we think that, wait a minute, I'm going to go do this and I'm going to go do that and I'm going to take care of the kids and then I'm going to take care of this and then don't forget that I got to work 12-hour days. Yes. Um, and so by the time we even get to the conversation of doing something for for myself, like let's let's go get our nails done or let's go to the spa. Leslie and I were just talking about that before. You know, let let's go do this. We have a million reasons. I don't have time. I don't have money, and I can't afford to do it for whatever and reason. I don't have energy. That's I don't have energy. Very often. Yeah. yeah. But isn't so? This is really what's kind of cool about this. How do we move beyond those? I don't. I don't have enough. How do How do you help people move beyond it? Even begin to open up a conversation. Do you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know, part of the issue is that these excuses, and there can be very valid, you know, money, energy, time, they can be all signs of lack. But at the end, what's behind it is actually that there is often a fear of change. And that's what we need to look at. This is almost like uh, like in this example of the client, you know, of course he wanted to change and he wanted to feel better about himself, but there was deep inside himself a fear of actually doing something and maybe failing or what will be the consequences of change that was holding him back. And so there is the instant gratification of staying in the comfort zone, of keep on doing the same thing over and over again and not really growing that for some people is a driving force of not finding the time, the energy, or anything like that, because it is safer, and it feels safer. And if this is the case, it's possible that you have, A, not really defined your goals clearly what you want, and B, that you may have really thought so much about big goals, you know, goals that just feel almost unattainable, that right from the start you don't feel like I can actually reach it or if I would mm -hmm. reach it you know everything in my life would be upside down so I better don't go for it and so try to start with self-commitment with small things to actually just get the hang of it you know strengthen your self-commitment muscle if you're feeling like I have a problem fundamentally with self-commitment just notice where would a little bit of more self-commitment already make a big difference you know maybe it's just about you know committing to opening the mail every day rather than mm -hmm. letting it pile up for a month maybe it's just about you know i always wanted to cut down on meat so maybe i'm gonna have meat free fridays now and i'm just gonna eat you know fruit and vegetables on that day whatever it is just do small steps and really see self-commitment is simply a pattern a habit we can grow into and once you're good at it then you can also go for the bigger goals. And, you know, part of this is really also looking at, you know, what it is we really are trying to achieve in our lives. And I wanted to ask you this question about that. You know, self-commitment and really looking at it. Don't, don't we have to at least start with a conversation uh, about, uh, here's where I am today and here's where I want to go. And, you know, being able to at least chart out some kind of course for that so and you know what I mean it's kind of like well you know I'm going to quit smoking but I, I'm going to wait for that workshop to come here mm -hmm. and, and but you never look up the workshop or 
uh, you know, I'm really, I'm really wanting to drop 20 pounds, but it's still winter. Right, um, right. So are, are these unrealistic goals is what I'm trying to say. You know, how do we kind of sculpt ourselves a set of goals, a set of achievements or a vision that we can check off the list that we have actually made some progress well, I think when it comes to those goals, especially, mm-hmm. they are very charged goals. Mm. You know, you are giving up something. You're giving up maybe the comfort of a cigarette or the comfort of a cookie that you just need because you feel, you know, otherwise too stressed or you feel like you don't really have any other rewards. So in this, car, in this case, it can be pretty hard to actually have a commitment right for that. But, you know, I think you're absolutely right. Goal setting is absolutely crucial. But make your goals not just about giving something up or losing something. Make your goals about the gain. So the first step may be for you to say, okay, what do I want and what would self-commitment give me? And then make a whole list of at least 20 things that you will find beneficial about it, you know. If you want to lose weight, it could be like feeling more ease in your body. It could be having no more pain in your knee. It could be feeling actually more attractive. It could be finally being able to, you know, climb that wall at REI or whatever it is. I mean, you can just come up with motivation, motivating images of what you actually want to reach those goals for. See, self-commitment, as I said, can be about fear the fear of failure or the fear of the consequences that may be negative. And it can also be a sign that your goals are just not really attractive enough, that they just really are not clear enough. So this little being clear about this is actually what I do it for opens up something very interesting. And what happens with people often is that they realize, oh, I do actually have two pathways now. I'm like in a every day in a, the same bifurcation at the same crossroad. On the right side, I can basically see already where I want to go and I can imagine what that would be like. And on the left side, I can see what happens if I just kind of once again not commit to myself and not walk one step forward towards my goals. And you can just see you have a choice. And isn't it what we really sometimes not realize that we do have a choice because we feel so in this autopilot pattern? Yeah. So creating choice certainly creates empowerment. Well, we're we're actually going to have somebody join us on the show here when we come back from break. But, you know, you're talking about choice and, you know, such freedom when we actually can wrap ourselves around the idea that we get to choose many, many things, everything actually in life. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we have a special guest joining us here today, Dr. Friedman Schaub, the Empowered Self Series, Empowerment Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. 
Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. This is Peggy Snow, practitioner at Stellar Reflections, with a Stellar Reflections Minute. So many people these days are trying to find ways to relieve their stress. What happens to our breathing when we're feeling overwhelmed and stress? When we tune in, we realize that we're either holding our breath or taking very shallow breath. To signal the body that all is well, which most of the time it is, sometimes all that is needed is a nice, deep breath to break the cycle. First, exhale to get all the stale air out by engaging the abdominal muscles and blowing gently. Next, take a nice full breath in, feeling it fill your body all the way down to your hips. Release fully and enjoy the freedom of movement. Notice how your body feels. Do you feel refreshed? Calmness is only a breath away. This has been a Stellar Reflections Minute. For more information about what we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Tune in to the hit show Marketing Masters with Connie Fife. Mondays, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Each week, Connie will bring you the best of the best thought leaders from around the world to share marketing strategies and best practices. Get fired up to grow your business with the queen of marketing. To contact Connie, visit ConnieFifeSpeaks.com. Everybody, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the show. Mr. Freeman and I were talking about the election. Yeah. That's what that song came talk the talk. About. Walk the walk. There we go. <laughs> welcome back, everyone. Uh, Empowerment Radio, Dr. Friedman Schaub. How to boost you, how to boost your self-commitment level. Dr. Friedman, we have our special guest joining us here today. Yes. Mary, are you on the line? Yeah, yes, I am here. Uh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. I was actually asking Mary to call in because I think she is just such a wonderful example on how the self-commitment level can not only increase but can really make all the difference and can create transformational changes. And uh, so, Mary, thank you so much for calling in. And uh, I don't know, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about why we started working together and how your commitment level to yourself was when we started? Okay. So um, I contacted Dr. Schaub um, in, um, I think, October of 2013, and um, I was not in great shape at that time, uh, physically and um, emotionally. I had just received um, a diagnosis of uh, autoimmune disease and um, I also was at that point just very frightened, very, very scared, uh, anxious, fearful and uh, I just, I I wasn't getting a lot of support as far as um, the medical field and, you know, what I should, traditional medical field as far as what I should and um, so I decided that uh, it was up to me to uh, work on myself, to become whole again, and I needed to do the work that was necessary, but I really needed to find people to help me and guide me. So um, Dr. Shelb and I talked about it, and he, he felt that we were a good fit, and then we just started working together. And... Um, Basically, I wanted change 
in my life. Uh, I was desperate for change. I was, uh, so it was a deep desire for me, and I was open to this change. And so because of the, the, the health challenges I was facing, I was ready and I was motivated. Uh, and um, because everything was right in my face and I was forced to deal with it, I, I couldn't ignore it. Uh, I chose to deal with it. Um, let's see. Uh, how how should I continue? Do you, do you no, any... it's beautiful. No, one of the things that I find was um, you know really so interesting about you was that you were told basically that there is nothing can be done. You know, you won't be able to heal, and you just have to let your autoimmune disease continue to progress. And uh, and that was kind of a a really a wake up for you because you didn't want to accept that you didn't right. want to really go down that uh, that message of well you know you are trapped in your illness but you wanted to take your health back in your own hands and this was kind of you know in some ways uncharacteristics for you because you grew up certainly taking more care of others than really taking care of yourself so your self commitment level wasn't very high necessarily and your sense of really feeling worthy of committing to yourself or worthy of saying no to an authority wasn't really that strong either so in some ways you could say this was the starting point for your change to say no to whatever diagnosis you got and saying yes to i'm gonna heal Absolutely, and one big thing I, I forgot to mention is uh, at the time I contacted Dr. Schaub, I could not swallow food uh, because of the mm. autoimmune uh, disease. It uh, it uh, impacted my esophagus, and I could swallow no solid food. So I was on an absolute uh, liquid diet at that time, and uh, that really had me upset and worried. And um, I just definitely desperately wanted to um, to be able to be eat and be a normal person again. So that was a huge thing that um, I had to look at and figure out because um, it's a, a, a bizarre experience um, to to not be able to enjoy meals with people and just have to rely on a liquid diet. And so when I first started working with Dr. Dr. Schaub, um, and we, I had to make a list of what I wanted to accomplish. At the top mm. of my list was I want to be able to eat solid food again. And at that time, I certainly was hoping that that would happen and that, you know, our work together, that's what would, how it would end up for me. But I just didn't know for sure. So when we started, you know, that's what, what we were really, you know, And what was really interesting is that you, you know, you had certainly clear intentions, but you really didn't necessarily know, you know, how it can happen, especially because all the specialists told you that the opposite is true. It won't happen, and this is just what you have to live with. And and you also lost a lot of weight. I think yeah. you, you, you actually were quite on the light side at that time, which worried you even more. Absolutely. Now, what was really for you, I think, uh, a breakthrough in itself was to release a lot of, of course, anxiety and uh, and uh, also limiting beliefs about your worthiness and being good enough. And, you know, these are all things we worked on in our sessions. But when it comes to self-commitment, what I loved about, you know, how you were going about it, you always took the self-empowering homework I gave you to the next level. Now, Mary is a, a designer, a graphic designer, and when I gave her homework to do, she always found a creative way to express the homework. She mm -hmm. did images and pictures of herself being healthy. She did, when we did inner work, she made little uh, beautiful animations about what she actually learned and what she experienced. And and the nice thing about your self-commitment was you didn't see it at all as, oh, I have to be now serious about this and I have to really put the nose to the grindstone. You actually had fun with it. You enjoyed it. You saw it as, 
you know, also in a, in a very playful way and as a way of giving back to yourself. Would you agree? I would absolutely agree. You're, you're totally right. When we started this process, I really had no idea what to expect. And um, I think together we just really, we turned it into something, as you're saying, fun and positive. And because I am a graphic designer and I um, know how to work in Photoshop, I was creating a lot of artwork um, uh, via Photoshop as far as my healing and my health and my growth. And I just kept, I would do one and then I would think of another one to do. And I, I, I mean, I still have these. I have probably, I don't know, 50, 50 um, pieces of graphic, graphic pieces that I, I created. And I, I was really diligent with my, in my work with Dr. Schaub. Every day I, I did all the homework that he asked me to do. I did the meditations, uh, meditation, listening to a lot of his um, visualization tapes. Uh, over and over and over again, I felt like I was um, just bombarding myself, just bombarding myself with this good, good stuff. And um, also my work in my journal to, do, you know, docu documenting all my negative self-talk and replacing it with positive self-talk, along with sort of what I call the Photoshop art therapy um, and everything else. That's what really made the dif the difference. And I just did it religiously and then you know one of the self-commitments for you was also to say no when it was about going and uh, visiting uh, your family your mm -hmm. your mother mm -hmm. on the east coast which you know sometimes self-commitment is just not about only doing things but sometimes it's also about having a boundary and right. in that case your self-commitment was the knowledge that if you would go there, it would actually drain you and probably derail the healing process. And so you just said for the first time ever, sorry, I can't because I have to take care of myself. And and I think that also gave you a boost of, of confidence and positive energy because I think it really made you clear or, you know, definitely uh, signal to your inner self that you are putting yourself first. And, and I think that had very positive effects on you as well. Absolutely, absolutely. I grew up in a family where there was a lot of negative energy and even my family's reaction to my diagnosis was um, they just got all upset. My mother was very upset and I knew that as I was making progress, um, with my healing, that going back there and just having to deal with with all of that, I I just couldn't do it. So um, I, as Dr. Show mentioned, I I just said no, and I did not go visit visit them mm -hmm. when I was um, doing all this work. Mm -hmm. And what then, do you think? Can uh, I ask a question, sure. uh, Dr. Friedman? Um, I want to thank you first of all for coming on the air. I mean, I really appreciate you sharing. Thank you know you. what your journey was like. Mm -hmm. um, I want to ask you a question. Um, when you first decided to go and seek out Dr. Friedman, uh -huh. do you remember what that decision was like for you? Um, well, um, I before we started our work, uh -huh. I wanted uh, we, he uh, he and I had a conversation just okay. to you know to make sure mm -hmm. what what my expectations were and you know just to make sure that we were the right fit and yeah. we had such a great conversation mm -hmm. and he was so easy to talk to and um, just everything about it was just perfect that it, it actually was a very easy decision to make so I think just in my conversation with him he put me at ease he uh, you know we talked about the possibilities of, of, of me healing and it all sounded great so uh, after my conversation I pretty much made that decision 
Mm. I was doing other things in my life, too. I was um, uh, I was seeing uh, a naturopathic physician. So Mm -hmm. I I was seeing a a nutritionist because of Mm -hmm. my weight loss. So it was the holistic approach. I I had a team of extraordinary people who were helping me. And, you know, bottom line, I I did the work. But if I didn't have these people helping me, I, I, I would never be where I am right now. So it was, it was a team, team effort. Yeah, we need that. You know, we need, to, especially when we have big goals like yours were, we need to have support for sure, absolutely. But still, it is up to you then to take that what you get and implement it and use it in your life, and that's what you did. Now you also noticed that. Uh, at some point, you noticed that you made some positive changes and things were going in the right direction. And then I think you shifted your focus a little bit onto work too much and made your clients the highest priority. Oh, yeah. I think there was a dip that you noticed. It's like when right. your self-commitment actually dropped, right. also your progress dropped and you okay. felt you know, some old stuff resurfacing a little bit. Yep, I was starting to fall back into some old patterns where I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't doing all these things that I mentioned so diligently. I started letting uh, my work take over, and I was putting that first and and not uh, sticking with my routine. And sure enough, um, that balance that I had created, it was starting to shift, so I had to regroup and get back on track, but that's absolutely true. Now, what happened on New Year's Eve? So what did you do there? You mentioned something about, you know, where you were sitting there and you were actually making a decision about chicken wings. (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's great. Okay, first of all, let me just say that. So after, I just want to mention that after a year and, okay, after 13 months of being on an absolute, um, an absolute uh, liquid diet, uh, last September actually, so seven months ago, I was at a wedding and I, uh, and I will, I'll just quickly say this. I was at a wedding and uh, it was really, it's hard if you can't eat regular food to be among people because it's just such a part of how we socialize. And so uh, I said to my husband that, would he please just get me some food so I could have it at this table at this reception so it could look like I was eating food so it wouldn't be so awkward for me. So we did that and I, I was staring at the food and I just thought, I'm just going to try it. I don't even care. I'm just going to try. And that was, and and I was doing it. I mean, I was actually eating some solid food. That was the, after over a year, it was my first, um, my first success in in swallowing solid food. And then from then on, uh, September, October, November, December, uh, gradually I was getting better at it, better at it. And Dr. Schaub is um, talking about a story. I told him it was... um, it was New Year's Eve, and we were at our our family's house in Minnesota, and they have a big party every year. And I had been doing well, eating things, and you know, just feeling pretty good. And then we were sitting at a big table, and there there were these chicken wings sitting there. And I had never, I hadn't tried chicken yet, uh, and so I was looking at those chicken wings and thinking just like I did when I was at the wedding I thought I'm just going to do it I'm just going to try it and see if I can do it and so then I just started I ate one and then I ate another one and another one and it's like I I couldn't even stop because I was so excited that I could actually eat chicken again so so now you do actually almost eat all things and, you want to, right? Yeah, and that's the whole thing. Now it has been uh, uh, like over a year and a half, oh no, no, since September, okay, seven months, I have now been eating solid food wow. consistently. And every and so at this point, I, I mean, I have to eat slower. I can't eat as quickly as I, I could before, but that's okay. I just take my time. But now I can eat just about everything. Uh, the only thing I, I, I probably won't take on are any, like, thick sandwiches or big cheeseburgers or a steak. I won't I probably eat 
take on any of that. But other than that, I can virtually eat everything again. You know, wow. that's just a really beautiful, I think, clear testimony to your healing potential and that we all have that potential yep. inside of us to change mm -hmm. and make a difference if we are, you know, continuing to gently nudge ourselves forward through self-commitment. Now, one of the things I wanted to mention is what you emailed me the other day, which I thought was just beautiful. You know, you, you always had such a challenging relationship with your mother, which brought up in the past a lot of uh, anxiety, but also anger. And, and mm -hmm. then you decided to actually see her and you yep. went there and and then the shift that you were able to to feel with your mother, just explain that to us. Well, um, I hadn't seen my mother in almost two years, and um, she's now living in a personal care facility, and I knew that I had to go see her. I felt like I was strong mentally, physically, um, emotionally. I just knew that the time was right, and I felt good about going back. So um, my husband and I went back for a week, and we visited her. We did see, uh, we ate meals every single day, and I ate my solid food every single day. And I wasn't sure how I would feel because I. Uh, it seems like I've been angry about family things for so long, but we had a really great visit, and all my feelings um, of anger and frustration, they all just literally melted away, and I felt incredibly deep compassion for her and love, and I I was I was like surprised. I mean, I, I certainly love my mother, but this was on a much deeper level than I have experienced in a long time. So, it but was wouldn't really, you say also, really Mary, that that your level of love, self love, and compassion had so much increased that it was much easier for you now to also have love and compassion for her? Absolutely, absolutely. And so that's why, you know, it, it kind of closes the circle where you just realize through the self-commitment, I think you didn't only heal your body, but you also healed your heart. Yes. And once you were healing yourself and finding that wholeness again, you were now also able to heal your relationship that, uh, you know, has been really been difficult and tormenting you for a long time. So thank you so much for sharing this because you are an inspiration for all oh, of us. Yes. Thank uh, you. I'm so happy and proud of you. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. And yeah, Dr. Shelb, awesome. thank you so much for everything. Thank you. I really, <laughs> really you. loved working with you, and I just appreciate everything that that has happened since then. Well, we'll stay in each other's life for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you, Mary. Yeah, that's the hardest part, Dr. Friedman, about what you do. You actually do help people, and then off we go into the sunset. <laughs> I am so happy about that. This is I beautiful. Know. I'm not you know, <laughs> wanting to hold people hostage. I'm just really happy to see them thrive and fly mm -hmm. just like Mary does. Well, what a great show. I would love for you to let folks know again how they can schedule a session with you, how they can work with you. Uh, and have the experience that Mary just shared. Please give out your information again, and thank you for a fabulous show. The best way is just to go to thefearandanxietysolution.com and then type in uh, schedule a free phone consultation, and we get right back to you and give you the next uh, available opening. And again, I'm working with clients all over the world, so no matter where you are, I can help you if you're ready to change, heal, and find your wholeness again. Oh, I love it. Dr. Friedman Schaub, everyone. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. What an extraordinary day of transformative talk radio. If you've missed any part of this, go to transformationtalkradio.com. We will replay it again, but stay tuned. Coming up, live show right here on Transformation Talk Radio. We'll see you next time.
Peace.